Hey, SPED teachers. In today's episode, I will be sharing four steps to collect data and organize it for an IEP. But before we get into it, I want to make one of my last announcements that I have one spot left for a free SPED teacher mentor call. This is to help me practice my coaching skills and I can help you organize a plan of action to help your students achieve their IEP goals. This is a one-time opportunity that I will not be offering again, and it is for a limited time only. So be sure to hurry and email me to reserve that free spot at steppingintospecialed at gmail.com. My contact info will be in the show notes. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Collecting data and organizing it for an IEP is essential as a special ed teacher especially if you are the case manager. You want to look and be professional in front of your colleagues and your students' parents, but even more if you have district personnel from the special ed department, right? But in reality, people, organizing, people, 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 organization is my biggest struggle, always has been. I told my special ed aide this the other day, and I des- I described myself as organized chaos. Only I know where everything is in my pile of mess. And if anyone cleans it up for me, I feel lost. <laughs> I know, sad, right? But in constant stress over the pile of chaos and clutter is not sustainable, So to organize data for my IEPs, I was constantly researching new and better ways to organize all that paperwork with how to collect data. So of course, I was up all night on Pinterest, Instagram, Google, finding all the different ways of how to organize myself and data better. But then I would purchase or find materials I need and make it all pretty only to have the system not work for me. I just couldn't stick to it. It took a ton of investing on my part and research, but most importantly, noticing my own natural habits to realize what does work for me. By all means, it's not perfect, but I will tell you one thing, I came a long way from my organized chaos. That is for sure. So to break it down for you, I will share my four steps to collect data and organize it for an IEP. So for step one is to create goals that you already teach in class. We need to bring it 
all the way back to the basics. I used to create goals that were not included in my everyday lessons. It felt like I had to teach something different or separate. Then when progress monitoring or testing the IEP goals for my students, I noticed the original goal I created was too specific or the student didn't have enough opportunities to practice it. And I will admit I'm ashamed of it and I still beat myself up about it. Then I quickly realized that I needed to focus on those foundational skills first that my students need. When my students come to me, most of them are lacking those basic skills, which needs to be established before moving on to the next standard that builds onto that. For example, it's hard to teach a student long division if they're struggling with subtracting and regrouping, right? You start with the basics when creating goals and in your lesson planning. Now, when you have these basic skills being taught in your classroom, then when it's time to create new drafted goals for your student's IEP, you can start with what skills you're already teaching in class and future-wise when creating it from a year from now. You can expand that skill to what the child should know by next year. So for example, if you already are practicing letter recognition in your small groups and the student needs this basic skill, you can create a goal that first starts with the first objective of learning their uppercase letters and then moving on to their second objective, their lowercase letters. Then hopefully by next year, the child should identify all their uppercase, lowercase, and also know the sounds of those letters then guess what? The skills that you are already teaching in class can be progress monitored more often because you're already doing it every day. Then you can collect your data as you go. So with collecting data, you want to create goals that you are already teaching in the class in the first place. Or if an amendment IEP needs to be in order to adjust your IEP goals, then you should do so. All right, for step number two, to collect data and organize it for an IEP, you can create a student file folder. When a student's IEP is coming up, usually about four weeks before it's due, I create a quick and easy, simple student folder. I use a simple manila file folder. On the tab, I write the student's first and last name, identify what kind of IEP it will be, either an initial, annual, try, 30-day or transitional, and its due date or when the meeting is supposed to happen. I say supposed to because changes of the dates and and IAP times depend on everyone's availability, but it is super simple. Remember to use what you already have, or if you're the type of person that likes everything to look aesthetically pleasing, go ahead and use your file folders or folders that are the same color or with designs when you have an IEP or if your school or yourself has the budget for it, by all means, go ahead and do what your heart desires. But I've always been the type to use what is already available and free for me, right? Or already provided by the school. Anyway, this simple folder is used for notes and any paper materials that are to be collected prior to the IEP meeting. This could be the parent invitation, the IEP member excusal form, 
if you are an RSP teacher, collecting the teacher, the gen ed teacher's questionnaire, any um, printouts for the parents ready to go, like the, their uh, procedural safeguards, an IEP attendance form. My district also provides a Medi-Cal informational form as well, and whatever else you need. You can go ahead and paperclip the work samples that are specific to the student's IEP goals first at the front of the folder, and then any extra data that you collect after that. All right, for step number three, to collect data and organize it for an IEP, you need to begin collecting data about three to four weeks before the actual meeting. If you are an RSP teacher, about four weeks before I send out a teacher questionnaire to the gen ed teachers, I can also send parents home a questionnaire or what I do is I give them a phone call two weeks prior to ask of any concerns they'd like to address at the meeting. So I know I can get that information prior or let my team know what info they need that the parents would like to discuss. Then when it's about two to three weeks before the meeting, that's when I begin to collect or take any current data or progress monitoring that I need to take. The assessments that I usually use for my students before this is the core phonics survey to get an overall picture of how the student's doing currently, collect any map or iReady data that you may have. Here in California, we have the LPAC data also, which is the English language proficiency and assessments in the state of California to see where they tested last in last February when they took that test and also any other state test scores, depending on the student's class setting. If they are in the gen ed setting, that would be something the gen ed teacher can do. Or if the student is in the SPED class setting, then the SPED teacher can go ahead and print this out. And then you are to go ahead and just paperclip all the work samples that are specific to the student's IEP goals first, then the other data that you collected can go after that. Then be sure to go ahead and put everything in that file folder that I was talking about in the previous step. Okay, for step number four, to collect data and organize it for your IEP is a data binder. This has changed the game for me. This year-round folder is maintained by myself and my aide. My aide helped me put my vision together. It's a super simple binder that you can put together real quick to collect your data throughout the year. Students have an all about me page at the front. I use the color code system in my class. Depending on my student's grade level, will determine what color goes on the spine with their name. Since I teach kinder all the way to sixth grade right now, for kinder through first, they get assigned the color red, second gets orange, third yellow, and so on. Then into the binders, you can insert, I think it's called the divider insert tabs that you can find. Hopefully your school provides it, or if you do purchase it, go ahead and get the ones with the tabs that you can title it. And then within the tabs, you can insert the titles of the goals that your student is currently working on for that year. For instance, reading comprehension or basic reading skills, math. And if they have a behavior, you can insert the data in there as well. I have a copy of their IEP at a glance hole punch as the first page in the binder. And then any other current progress monitoring that you are taking on the student can go right after that. When you come upon a really good IEP goal work sample 
then you can go ahead and insert it into that binder according to the tabs and what subject that you guys are working on. Come IEP time, I just go ahead and grab that binder and look for work samples and any latest progress monitoring data that was taken on the student. This, you guys, having a data binder has been a game changer. In episode 11, I go more in depth about a data binder and other organizational tools you can use. As well as episode 12, I talk about how to organize all the paperwork that go through your classroom and easy systems you can create for that also. So to recap, four steps to collect data and organize it for an IEP is step number one, create goals that you already teach. Step number two, create a student file folder. Step number three, begin collecting data about three to four weeks before the meeting. And then step number four, a data binder. If you have any questions about how I collect data and organize it for an IEP, be sure to hop on over to my Facebook group, Special Education Teacher Support Group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. The link will also be in the show notes. Or you can sign up for that last free SPED teacher mentor call. I only have one more spot left. This will help me practice my teacher mentor skills and help you create a plan for having your students reach their IEP goals. So hurry, since this is the only spot left (laughs) and it is only for a limited time only that I will not be offering again. The link will also be in the show notes. All right, teachers, take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.